I Don't Know What the Fuck I'm Doing podcast. We are your hosts, Anastasia. And David. If this is your first time listening, this is the podcast where we humorously normalize uncertainty. We encourage and support entrepreneurs who are determined to crush it anyway. New episodes are released every Tuesday and Thursday. We cover three areas of topics in the podcast, including business, health, and relationships. We also interview guests with successful business owners who tell their what the fuck stories and share some resources to help you keep doing something. So let's all explore how no one really knows what the fuck they're doing. That's really interesting because you come from a place of lack in a sense, Mm -hmm. Um, but you perform well in sales when it wasn't your product to begin with, Mm -hmm. right? So I find that really just kind of like a disclaimer for those who are listening because some of them are probably like, well, I've just been doing accounting my whole life well actual accounting my whole life <laughs> there's a new word for accounting um <laughs> I just realized that was like wait <laughs> so, let's say you're a bank teller there you go bank <laughs> let's say you're a bank teller for your whole life and now you're going to move into business um it's it or is like a little construction different. yeah it is a little different than having to like actually like have customer service talk to them pe- talk to the people to sell something right yeah. Um, so there is those challenges, but I find that really interesting. So when you transferred into your own business, did that kind of naturally come with you? The passion definitely does. There's always the fear of reaching out, you know, and like, um, because again, super strong introvert. So -hmm. just putting my own product out there is difficult for me, Mm -hmm. which is why, but I had workarounds, right? So I would create a brand instead of me as a, as the product. So it's Colorado Mastermind instead of David B. It's um, Travel Agents Co. instead of me, you know. So right. it's uh, that's how I get through that obstacle. So it's it's interesting that you, in a sense, you were hiding behind your brands. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was just talking to someone today. We were going over her whole marketing, social media, and um, just how she's like posting other people's stuff. But it's mm-hmm. like, where are you? <laughs> and mm-hmm. you're the expertise like you're the only one working actually in the business people might want to actually see you and know about you and have mm-hmm. you instruct things right mm-hmm. um kind of got to get to know you before they decide to join your you know x amount of dollar workshop yeah. and um you know she said that i'm just not photogenic oh <laughs> like what <laughs> i thought she was i was oh. like i was like sweetheart there are all all sorts of different types and sizes and shades of humans out there online on video Mm -hmm. i'm sorry to say but people are not going to be looking at that necessarily (laughs) in fact it's (laughs) even more helpful honestly so when it's when everyone's like polished and perfect and like they're not relatable right Exactly. It's that yeah. it's that speaker on the stage versus the person that's just a few steps ahead of you, right? Yeah. And so, um, you know, it was just so interesting that she said that. And I was like, you're hiding behind your brand, you know? Mm-hmm. You're, you're not really showing you at all. You're just showing your products and your brand. And you can do that, mm-hmm. but it's going to be a little bit more difficult to get things moving, especially if you're the one conducting workshops and educating and consulting with them. You Absolutely. know, I was like, mm-hmm. if you're so forward with your customers then you need to be there <laughs> you 
know. And uh, I just thought that was so interesting. So her fears of, you know, showing up and being in front of her business was definitely an insecure thing. Um, but money-wise, she was doing just fine. So I think that's really interesting. All the battles we have to deal with as an entrepreneur, we have to deal with the fear of, you know, showing up as ourselves and people finding you worthy and then actually give you money for it. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, and then you actually having to manage those finances, right? It's like, it's like all these traumas and fears have so many ways to get in your way Absolutely. to really fuck you up. it's like thanks childhood yeah thanks childhood when you talk to your clients because you work with people walking through like building a landing page and let's set up your actual business account you know things like that um what money fears have you found to be pretty popular among your clients all of them (laughs) (laughs) every single damn one (laughs) every single one like is this too expensive can i afford this Will people pay me? Uh, and then what I what I see probably most often people do is instead of addressing the fear that they have, is they'll focus on an insignificant detail. Yeah. And so they'll put like, well, I need to create a logo for my company and I can't decide on the logo design. And it's like, well, no one's going to care about your logo. Yeah. <laughs> like, really, what they care about is you asking them to buy from you. Like, really, that's what it comes down to. You've got the product. You've got the knowledge. If you don't ask people to learn from you, you're not going to make any money and you're not going to help people. Yeah. Worrying about the the font on the website <laughs> doesn't actually help the customer. The Look, client. if it's eligible, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's some weird, like, cursive where it's in, like, Hindi. For an American, for like an English audience, right? Yeah. That's funny. Um, I have a good analogy for that because um, I have three categories of who, how people are. And it's totally like you could be in one category in one area of your life and you could be in another in another category. So the three okay. categories is the cyclist, someone who's on a stationary bike and just keeps cycling and cycling and cycling and literally goes nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but keeps talk basically basically this is the talker, someone who just keeps talking about it but never actually does anything. Then you have the the Ferris wheel. So this is somebody who gets on the Ferris wheel and it's like they're moving, they're doing stuff, but they're also still going in a circle. When they get to the top of the Ferris wheel, they see the horizon. They're like, that's where I'm going, guys. I'm so excited to get off this Ferris wheel. And so they're fixing the font. They're doing the logo. They're doing all that stuff. When it's time to finally get off, they're like, no, we need to go around one more time. Mm -hmm. And so they're still doing stuff, but they're not actually going anywhere, right? Yeah. And then there's the person that's actually walking and they're actually walking to the horizon and getting things done. So like at the gym, you could be a cyclist. You could say, yeah, I'm going, but you never do like me. Um, And then you could tell like, when it comes to actually like starting to create things and do things, I'll do that. But then when it comes to like um, talking about relationships, I'll be on the Ferris wheel. Right. So there's certain areas in your life where that is. And I think in, in actually process of a business, you could be on the Ferris wheel and especially like what you're talking about, getting stuck in the details. And that's the Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. So easy to continue to try and perfect things, but mm-hmm. it's never going to be perfect. It's yeah. really about reaching out, having conversations and asking for the sale. And it's just uh, kind of like we talked about on our last episode about vices. It's are you hiding from the thing that you don't want to do? Mm-hmm. Like, are you using 
uh, writing another blog that you don't release as an escape um, from actually releasing it, you know? Right. Yeah. So, so for those who are listening, and for myself, I'm making a mental note, um, yeah. write down all the things that you are really avoiding and doing and don't want to do and just like do them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and then just do them. And Man, just we're just go do it. We fixed it. We fixed everything. <laughs> exactly. I'm not saying you should do awesome. everything in your business and or career, but what I'm saying is just like yeah. you're do you're not doing something for a reason. And it's not maybe some of those things are not just good because you're not good at them. If you're not proficient, then outsource. Yeah. But if there are things where you're like, I really don't want to do it because that actually terrifies me, then probably should do it. Or find find some way to get help to get it done. Exactly. Yeah. See, see what kind of workarounds there are. Cause that's my favorite is whether it's hiring a coach and saying, having the coach hold your hand or just the act of investing in a coach to really motivate you to get it done. Um, or is there, didn't you, wasn't it you who gave your friend money? Like you said, Hey, I'm going to give you a hundred dollars. And if I, every time I make one of these sales calls, give me $10 back. You didn't do something no, like that. No, but that's a great idea. Yeah. That's, I guess I heard it somewhere else. But it's uh, yeah. it's like if there's something you really don't, take an uncomfortable amount of money, give it to your friend, and say, I'm going to earn this back with each action I take towards my goal. Oh, you know, I kind of did something like that. But it wasn't in that modeling. Um, okay. It was my friend Renee over in Florida. We both have the same publisher. And it was like, she's a no bullshit kind of gal. Like she used to be a college coach for a soccer team. So I was like, she's going to yell at me. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, there was this, I forget what it's called, guys. I'm so sorry. But there is this software at the time that you would pair your accountability partner and it had a, it had a deadline to things. So like you had to get this done or this done or this done every month or something like that. And if you didn't, it would automatically um send money to your friend <laughs> so i made it 50 dollars a month and at the time that was actually quite a bit yeah. um most of the months i got it done and i had like a year on there or something and uh, two months i missed so she did make a hundred dollars off me okay. um but it actually was a kind of a cool little motivator to get things moving and done because she had to authorize that i did it so you want somebody uh, who's ethical yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, it was one of those things and I couldn't necessarily cancel it easily. I had okay. to like go through customer service and there was a whole thing if I wanted to cancel it. <laughs> Just, I had to pick up the phone and call to cancel it and yeah. I wasn't going to do You know, that. for 50 bucks, a lot of people aren't going to do that, right? <laughs> know, and yeah, some people were putting down like a thousand dollars a month or $5,000 a month to get shit done. Yeah. Um, I think there's definitely a niche in a market for accountability. So for all of our listeners, we're volunteering to be your accountability buddies if you would like to pay us. Yes, to... let's all sign you up for that. <laughs> and 50 bucks a month. There we go. <laughs> but I think this is where even like they call it support groups, masterminds. Sometimes they yeah. can be a piece of that accountability. And coaches can be. Mm-hmm. But I feel like what you do is kind of a accountability consulting in a sense completely yeah and so with my master group specifically one of the reasons i started it you know i didn't have a real goal uh i just wanted people around um and having it monthly just the fact that we would say hey here's what i'm going to work on for the next month coming back to that next meeting 
and not having the thing done. Like 90% of the people did it the day before the next meeting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm that way with my clients sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, I did everything four hours before. <laughs> yeah, we've got a full month to get this done, but I did it last night and this morning. <laughs> but just that meeting was enough to really progress um, progress me and a lot, of, a lot of our community as well. That is really cool. Because um, even what you do with your business, you, you know, you literally sit down with people. And I even watched you do this where you set up a, a business um, identity in Colorado. Like you went to the state secretary's website and all that stuff. And you just yeah. walked her through how to set up your identity. And then you do that with landing pages and so on. And sometimes I feel like um, that is needed. Like if I could pay someone yeah. to literally walk me through to edit certain videos. Mm-hmm. That would be so valuable. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a it's, comfort thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's totally a comfort thing. They don't feel like they're secure and confident enough to do this. So they need like the expert to show them and then do it with you. And then eventually they go away and you can do it yourself, right? Yeah. And a lot of like the landing page editing stuff, it's really easy. It's just when we don't know what we're clicking on, mm-hmm. um, it's so time consuming and tedious. Like you showed me a bunch of stuff on Canva the other mm-hmm. day. And I could go through and click on Canva forever, but the fact of you showing me here's this, here's this, and here's this sped up my knowledge by like weeks, you know? And that's all on YouTube, but you didn't do YouTube. You needed someone to literally sit down and show you. (laughs) So it's almost like business tutoring. Yeah. Right. It's kind Mm, of like sitting down and doing, yeah, business tutoring. Yeah. Hey, don't take it anymore. I want it. (laughs) 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 I'm just kidding. Um, You can take it. But yeah, it's almost like business tutoring. And I feel like with sales, um, that's kind of a tricky one, right? Mm-hmm. But I think the idea of, I mean, I even did this with my coach. It was role play. Mm-hmm. And even my um, accountability partner in that coaching program, we role play. Mm-hmm. And it was just like that practice factor, right? Yeah. And I was converting a little bit more um, in the beginning just because I had been in business, per se, mm-hmm. for a while. And she had, she's brand new. Um, but I remember her always saying, you know, I'm so glad that we're practicing in person because I'm going to go practice in real life. And I was like, you're going to go practice in real life. How cool is that (laughs) to say that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's like, I just need to practice more with more people. (laughs) So she would go on market for more people. And it kind of took off this weight of making the sale for her. But at the same time, she needed to learn how to convert at a higher percentage. Mm -hmm. So if it's interesting, I kind of wonder if, what other ways, if you have any ideas of like, how would you kind of have that tutoring model with sales? I, I love scripting, honestly. I love scripts and I love, like you said, role-playing. Finding ways to practice your scripting in a very low impact or like a low, low stakes. Low pressure. Low yeah. Pressure. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, because a lot of people, what they do is they'll start their company or they'll, they'll get this idea, they'll get this thing, and then they'll want to go sell it to their perfect client. And they're not ready to mm-hmm. sell to that perfect client yet. So if you can get like a list of leads, right? So pay, pay 10 bucks, get a hundred names, practice just calling them because it's not, and then it's not about getting a sale. It's about practicing to hear what objections people might have. And I think it's actually um, what's more important is getting rid of 
the thing that we think are going to be objections yeah. that never come up. Yeah. Right. Oh, but the color's blue and not aqua blue. You know, yeah. like. Well, what if they know, say right? this? What if they don't like that? No one's. No one's. Gonna you know. That. Um. I remember seeing a or hearing a quote. I can't remember who it was, but they said, "In sales, um, your fears about the sale is more about you, of course, than it is about them." And yeah. you're sitting over here, um, not asking for the sale, meaning you're not giving them the opportunity to change their life. Absolutely. So, yeah. in a sense, you're the bad guy. Yeah. Because you decide to lean in with your fears rather than to lean in on their wants. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, I've been a bad villain my whole life. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, add some um, more, some more, sh sprinkle some more shame on just those. Just got to uh, grow a mustache <laughs> and we're ready to go. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I thought that that quote really just changed how I thought of things. I was like, I am literally hindering their opportunity to change their lives because I'm afraid of my own insecurities. Absolutely. Yeah. That's and really when you true. kind of remove it away from you, that mm. does change the perspective. So, Miss Anastasia, yeah. what, what would you say is your number one takeaway from today's conversation? My number one takeaway is that list. Yeah, I think I need to write that list of things I'm not engaging in because of whatever reason. And mm -hmm. even though I want to and I'm not doing it and really sit in and realize it's a lot of fears that I just need to confront okay. and take courage to go through them. So you might not notice, but you've said this is the answer on our last few episodes. Yep. And I yeah. still ain't doing it because yeah. I am procrastinating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a big shift for me, my friend. So yeah. I, I'm going to do it. It's just, okay. uh, you know. Are you doing okay? <laughs> Personally, no. Like, actually, the last three days has been very, very lethargic and sad and depressing and sleeping a lot. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm moving through something. So I'm just excited for when I'm finally done with it and <laughs> get to the other side and start doing it. You know what I mean? Okay. So, um, yeah. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm just, uh, yeah, it has been the last, like, few episodes. It's so sad. We could yeah. Call. yeah. I've just been called out on my own podcast. Yeah. That's why we're doing this. <laughs> so keep that in, I guess. This will be behind um, the scenes, maybe. Yeah. Um, not, or whatever. So, David, <laughs> what is your number one takeaway from this conversation? Actually, mine is um, I do need to put my brand and my asks out there. I need to put my products more up front. Because um, I'm so like casual about everything mm -hmm. like all my business stuff which has been fine but it, like i'm at the point where i need to start ramping things up and it was a good kind of refresher to talk about don't worry about what other people are going to think you just have to put it out there because what what i do is valuable and i've been getting a lot of really good feedback lately um mm -hmm. Like, I have a client, and she was so nice to me. <laughs> like, she gave me the nicest compliment I think I've ever had. Um, and it reinforced 
the the skill set that I developed in retail because I was always the best, and that's one of the reasons I got so angry and quit was because it's like if I can't if I can work this hard for some corporation that cares about me zero percent, why can't I work this hard for myself? So that's what I'm going to be focusing on for the next uh, few weeks or months here. Nice. Well, thanks everyone for joining yeah. in on another episode of IDK WTF podcast. Yeah. But we'll see you next time on our next episode of IDK WTF podcast. Thanks, everyone. And whoever you are, you are my favorite person. Just had to slide that in there, didn't you? Slide it right in there. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of I Don't Know What the Fuck I'm Doing podcast. We can't do this without you, and to reward you for your support, we would like to invite you to something unique. Go to beacons.ai forward slash IDKWTFPOD to schedule a complimentary 15-minute phone call with one of us. You can also find the link in the description. We're here to brainstorm with you on different solutions for your business or life. We want to hear your feedback about our podcast or even to schedule some time to say hi. Not only that, but anyone who chats with us will get a voucher for $100 in restaurant coupons. Schedule some time today and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.